What's good, everybody? This is Fraternal Football. I'm Cameron. I'm Zach. In one game. Damn, that guy's a beast. Well, Definitely. you got a pretty good draft, so, you know. I did. Anyway, uh, we're just talking a little little Madden shop talk here. We got a... <laughs> is this episode 50? I believe it is. It is. Uh, we're not doing anything special other than I'm doing this on the go. I got paternal football on the go today. I'm, I'm driving uh, <laughs> me and Davis <laughs> to, to the coffee shop and Zach called me and said, are we doing it? And I said, yeah, let's do it from the car. We have never done that, I guess. So, uh, yeah, but First I, time like, for everything. Yeah, I'm, you know, we're being safe about it. I can, I can talk and look. Might miss a turn, but uh, anyways, what, what do we got going on today? Since I, I can't check what I uh, what I initially sent you. Well, considering the time constraints and uh, the lack of news, right before the season is going to start, thought it'd be five six. Yeah, we could have had a little ring segment, or you know, with the seven days, you know, that creepy thing from the movie. No, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it, you know, be a cool idea to uh, talk about what we're most excited for since the season's literally going to start in like less than a week. Yeah. And I uh, thought that'd be a great thing. I don't think we've talked uh, too much about our personal uh, feelings toward the upcoming season, what we want to see. So. Um, oh yeah, we've we, been talking a lot of shit. So yeah, that's fair. <laughs> ah. So, what would like, you say you are most excited for for the upcoming season? I I don't know if I have like a hierarchy per se, but I have just just different things, uh, and they're all in the jumble. Uh, but one of those is actually the Panthers. Um, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reiterate my Baker as the cannon take, <laughs> but Baker in that cannon is gonna lead the Panthers to the seven, maybe six seed, and the whole NFL world is gonna be like, what the fuck? They're gonna be shocked, even though they should have seen it coming, because honestly, who else is gonna fill that spot? And the Panthers have a good roster or at least a pretty solid one with some guys in key places. And I'm excited to see if they really take that leap or at least, you know, sort of modest leap, but playoff leap nonetheless. So, you know, I'm excited to see actual quarterback play with DJ Moore, with maybe Tommy Tremble stepping up, with McCaffrey hopefully playing. He's pretty cool when he plays. And that defense just gets after the quarterback, man. I like that. Love that. So I'm excited for them. Yeah. That, that is definitely something I'm excited for as well. Uh, I want to see how Baker shakes up. I I get it. Uh, I've been watching a little Panthers training camp, and they're splitting the reps with him and Darnold for first team, and people are kind of wondering why, you know. But They kind of have to, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, it, like, you know, at the same time, it's kind of like 
you know, why, why wouldn't they at this point? It's, it, it's all about competition. It'll bring out the best in Baker. It's not like he's coming off his best year ever either. So definitely uh, I like the attitude you could say in the room. Um, and uh, I think the Panthers have a lot of promise as well. I could see them even possibly making it as high as the fifth seed, maybe the highest wild card team. Uh, there's not a lot of competition in the NFC right now. And I, I will say I'm also very excited to see that AFC West, uh, how that shakes out. I think it's going to be freaking insane, Dude, no matter won. how you slice it. No matter what, that's going to be a tight, tough race uh, for the playoffs, for the Super Bowl, even in that division. So I, I I'm just I'm just excited to see it. I really am. Um, also, I'd say uh, there's a couple players um, I'm wanting to see. I think uh, I really am excited to see how Jalen Hurts progress. I know we've been shitting on him a lot, but he is very entertaining. So I will say I want to see uh, if he's again. made improvements. Uh, I said I am really excited to see how uh, Jalen Hurts progressed or didn't. Uh, I do kind of have a soft spot for the Eagles. Uh, they're they're up there and some of my favorite teams, you know, and I, I, I'm not rooting for him to fail by any means. I know me and Cameron have been pretty harsh on him, but uh, shit, if he takes the league by storm and just decides to run all over everybody, uh, I'm very open to that, open arms. And uh, I'd be really excited to see the Eagles good once again. Seems like it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, um, even it really hasn't been super long if you take a macro view at it. But it, in the NFL world, things move so fast. Two years is, is a decade. <laughs> and yeah, it definitely feels long. Yeah, it, it feels it does feel long. It, it, it certainly does. I, I agree. Um, yeah, he's been Jalen Hurts. We we've talked about. He's been under the semi. What do you call? Not necessarily magnifying because they're talking about half step forward or backwards, but uh, he's certainly under some scrutiny or bigger lens this year. Um, so I, I'm also very curious how that works out. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, I'm curious on a couple of corners. Uh, I Is this is this the year Jeff Okuda puts it all together and isn't like a 40 or 30 PSF grade or, and just actually on the field? Um, likewise, um, yeah, I'm forgetting his name. Who's the Texas draft? Oh, um, Stingley. <laughs> Stingley, thank you. Wow. Uh, I forgot the third overall pick on a football podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm really stoked. Is this going to be, okay, it's college NFL, you know, let's put that aside. Is this going to be 2019 Stingley? Or is this going to be the, the last couple of years Stingley? I, I think it could be 2019 Stingley, and I'm hoping for that. If 
why I'm excited because of the inherent volatility at play there. We don't know. Not only that he's adjusting, but which version of of a very highly regarded prospect with unmatched potential and tools. What what does he put together? Can he be a a, a modestly shining light on a otherwise barren Texans roster? We'll find out. No, I like that take. I think um, no, I I. I agree. I think Stingley is going to be really interesting to look for. I think Gardner in New York. I, I kind of yeah. I was a big proponent for New York going double DBs. <laughs> I kind of got a wrench thrown in that when Stingley went so early. Kind of put the pressure on them to get the next best guy in Gardner. They met us halfway. They met us halfway. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I like Gardner. I think there's lots to like. I have been kind of vocal about what I think his limitations are, but I think it'll be, I mean, he can just prove me wrong. And I'm always open to being proven wrong by players. You know, actually I like when a player proves me wrong because it shows me there's, there's more to him than I may have initially thought. That's how a lot of my uh, favorites have developed over the years. So um. I'm also really excited to see guys who we didn't really get to see a lot from last year, uh, namely like Lamar Jackson. Kind of seemed like he had a great start to the year last year, and then it started to fall apart when the injuries racked up until eventually you're just done for the year. Um, we're we're going to be the Ravens' full strength against the Bengals' full strength now for the, virtually the first time. Yeah. And I'm also, of course, really excited to finally see Christian McCaffrey hopefully healthy. Hopefully. <laughs> um, you know, it's been, it's been a while since we've seen uh, CMC playing at an elite level or, like, even playing, period. <laughs> so very, very excited for a lot of the guys who were hurt. Uh, last year um i'm also excited to see the development of a few tight ends that uh i think have some serious potential uh one we've mentioned on actually we mentioned both on our potential breakout players uh first guy is irv smith jr from the vikings i think they have been lacking a third fiddle so to speak in that tight end spot for a while uh, and I think he is in the perfect position to just step up and have a great year, maybe even borderline Pro Bowl potential. And then another guy with uh, Tommy Tremble on my my favorite team, the Panthers. I think his run blocking is great, and we were trying to get him involved kind of creatively last year on like an end around. His first score was on an end around. I know he plays a little bit of a fullback kind of play for us. And um, I'm just excited to see. I know Baker has a tendency to love his tight ends. So that not really being a position of strength in the last couple of years for us, I hope Tremble really steps into that role. Yeah, certainly. Um, I'm excited for, I don't know if you, I, I've, I've been watching some of the, the around the training camp, you know, videos and and coverage and it's mostly guys just jogging around in shorts (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
while they like desperately try to fill in uh you know in between reps with conversation and uh but i do really enjoy um watching some of the receivers out there and i don't know if you've been seeing but you know my guy george pickett has been getting a lot of coverage out there at dealers camp so uh just catching catching balls over guys and just showing quite a complete skill set. Alright, it's it's always training camp and I, I heard the, the PSS guys recently come up with the the Dante Moncrief example of, of guys who are just studs in July, you know. Uh and I hope George Pickens is that but um I can't remember I I see some buzz for Julio too. I don't think he'll make he'll make too much impact, but hey, what's another flyer for a weapon, right? Uh but like these young guys, um, when the Saints drafted, I am also blanking out on. Uh, James uh, they drafted. Uh, no, they drafted Olave. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm stoked for that. Honestly, this season. Um, I mean, Jameis has flaws, but he could bring out enough in Olave to be to make him look like that. So. And I don't know what the heck Jameson Williams is going to do in Detroit, but I'd like to find out. So these young guys in training camps, um, I'm looking forward to any further buzz we hear. I'm looking forward to uh, what roles they actually play. Uh, I, I know I also just mentioned to you, Bert, um, they, they gave a, a, a conditioning update, basically, which does sort of bring into mind that that was a viable question. Uh, to begin with, which I don't necessarily love, um, but I don't know how much real concern to afford to that. But um, you know, they they said he's all good to go. He had a little asthma, a little um, what have you, and uh, I guess he's he's showing off. <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for the Christian Watsons of the world, the the Traylon Burks of the world, just manhandle guys in camp. Yeah, no, I I like it. I uh, not too worried about Burks's conditioning as much. Um, I don't know. I I also feel like Vrabel's kind of a a hard ass as a coach. So if there's coaches that are gonna get him on track and something like that, I trust I trust Vrabel in that in that role. Um, and uh, you know. I think it is interesting to see kind of what that alludes to is uh, replacing receivers with the, uh, with, what do you, how do we say replacing them with the mean instead of um, going all out? Consider like there's a couple of cases next year about that. Uh, the Titans, namely we're, as we were just saying, moved on from AJ Brown and let Julio go. I think um, if you want lied about it or the way that they would say it would be we're, we're just retooling <laughs> yeah and like also the chiefs are probably one of the most notable uh with letting tyreek go and replacing him the packers as well so i think there's quite a few uh situations we'll be able to see how well that that mindset really plays out uh so i think that's going to be pretty interesting did you see uh aaron Rodgers is uh after Devonte made some some comments on 
going from one Hall of Famer to the other. <laughs> and it, uh, a, a rod to Derek Carr, which I, I guess he's just gassing, gassing guys up at that time of year. But uh, Aaron Rodgers likewise made a comment on, on Alan Lazard uh, essentially being, you know, Devontae-esque in terms of talent potential. Uh, at least that's what I gathered. <laughs> Oh, we'll geez. see. Wide receiver one, Alan Lazard. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how their situation's really going to. I have a little less faith in that situation rather than Chiefs, who, uh, you know, I've said they'll, they'll, they might uh, be forced to just do other things and, and kind of struggle a little bit and figure that out. But they're going to go and win the Super Bowl. Uh, but the Packers, I don't. They might just kind of struggle a bit and be okay, but not, still not get any further than they've been. Is my guess. But I'm excited to see. No, <laughs> I definitely. <laughs> like, am I right or am I just like an idiot? <laughs> I I think you could very well be right. I mean, it's tough to say now, obviously, but. Without a doubt, for sure, I, all of them are uh, – they're taking kind of the same approach, in a sense, all those teams. I, I definitely don't think uh, Derek Carr is a Hall of Famer to take that away from Devontae. But, you know, maybe one day, maybe maybe Devontae was really that missing piece and Carr strings along a really great second half to his career. And uh, I definitely think he's arguably in the Raiders Hall of Fame already. If that, and that's notable considering the fan base. <laughs> but um, no, I think uh, that division as a whole, I want to see how Russ gets his shit together. I know we probably have a, a deep dive on Russ coming in maybe before the season for sure. Um, but I want to see how he plays out. I think uh, people are really hacking up this Denver's receiving core like they're uh, like they're the best thing since sliced bread. But they don't really, see anything good there. Wow. Yeah, no, I think it's a major downgrade for Russ. So, like, I think KJ Hamler's all right, and I think Tim Patrick could be above average. But I I don't have a lot of faith in Judy. I don't have a lot of faith in Sutton. Um, I don't, I just like, it's a group of pretty mid guys. Like, yeah. no one stands out, and I don't think that's a good thing. No, I agree. But, but we'll see if someone can do that. I mean, if they do, then, okay, cool. It works. <laughs> I, uh, I did liken um, Jerry Judy to a certain receiver. Some might consider a bust. <laughs> Uh, the other day, I, I said uh, Jerry Judy reminds me a lot of Sammy Watkins. Uh, <laughs> a lot. He didn't go the Kelvin Benjamin route, right? No, no, he doesn't remind me. Definitely better than Kelvin Benjamin. I don't see him falling like that. But we'll, we'll hope Traylon Burks doesn't go that way. <laughs> I uh, I just think that Jerry Judy. He looks similar to Sammy with the dreads. Of course, that's not 
anything but uh superficial but the comparison was there the similar stature uh not a complete blazer but fast enough as as they always describe sammy really refined route runner in college like they described sammy it there just seems to be a lot of parallels and then initial early struggles in the league especially catching the most important thing for a wide receiver to do um yeah, I just see a lot of parallels between the two. So I, I'm kind of interested to see how that, that shapes out, you know? Yeah, career-wise. I mean, what? I don't know if their, like, build is – is it that similar? I don't know their measurements. Or, they look a little different. I believe they're both about 6'2", 6'3", on lower end of 200s. Yeah, I would, I would be inclined to uh, – I'd be inclined to agree with that assessment, unfortunately. I would also be not inclined to agree with any of this mock draft you sent me. Holy crap, this is garbage. It is the worst mock draft I've ever seen. This is the worst mock draft I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay, CJ Stroud, number one, is okay. That's okay. To the Texans, I, whatever, sure. Uh, Bryce Young, number two, the Falcons. That's okay, whatever. Uh, but Will Anderson at number three, really? Will Anderson's going to be number three? No, nah, he'll and, be number one. And number four, the Bears are actually going to get Justin Fields' help, but they're just going to wait two years for it, really? <laughs> I don't buy it, bro. Or who the – okay, I don't even know who Tyler Van Dyke is. Probably going to watch Miami, but just for the turnover chain. But, like, why is he going number five to the Seahawks? What, are they going to be okay? Like, none of this is good. None of it. <laughs> Will Levis, number eight. Yeah, I know. That, he ain't that great either. I do watch Kentucky. He ain't that great. He's good enough to to lift them to, like, nine or ten wins a year, which is fantastic for Kentucky. But, no. Like, all that, no. Yeah, no, I... I agree, man. I don't, I don't see it either. And I was kind of like, wow, this is just quarterback overhype in a nutshell every year. This is how it starts. It's garbage. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, I, I de- that's why I wanted to send it to you. Cause I was like, I need Cameron's opinion on this one. <laughs> it's awful. I, I like it. Going, guessing that the two top quarterbacks are going to be one and two is essentially a layup or like just bad idea in general. But everything else is just off. And even like what Will Anderson could just go number one. This is a freaking like monster. (laughs) I think he very likely just will too. I mean, I think, uh, Will Anderson probably will go number one, even if the QB or team at the top is QB needy. I, I just think he's that good. I would take him so, over all of the three pass rushers this year. Or yeah, they were just yeah, drafted. I would be inclined to agree with that as well. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think... Uh, we're both kind of on the same page with that. I'm just, 
not very sold on that. And that was possibly the worst mock I've ever seen. Uh, there's another metric. Sorry, what? I'm trying to see who the, the Raiders. Oh, okay, D-line. Okay, whatever. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh, I uh, did see uh, another list where it's going over every um, quarterback in college. And it was um, basically uh, like ranking them one through, I think it's like 31 teams, something like that, right? And hundred or one through 131, sorry. Okay. You'd be surprised to see uh, Jake Hayner rounds out the top 20 at number 20. What? Mm-hmm. And uh, people aren't sold on Bryce Young being the best. Uh, they have Stroud uh, right there with him. It's like one A, one B. I'm in a uh, quandary here, and I guess we're we're sort of previewing quarterbacks now. But uh, I don't. I'm not sold on Bryce Young, and I don't like the system that Stroud's in. So, like, it's kind of a catch-22 for me. Like, I, I think Stroud could be better if he was somewhere else. Like, clearly better. But Bryce Young's in the better situation development-wise, I think. And Stroud's just got all better tools, and he's not tiny. Not, not that that's an end-all, be-all, but, you know, we've seen that he's got to throw over the middle <laughs> to win, so. Yeah, no, uh, I, that is the thing. Cameron and I are kind of seeing this trend with these smaller quarterbacks. Um, that is kind of impacting our thinking on them. Yeah, like I'm see. not, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, oh, I would never draft. I would draft a, a like a Kyler size guy, number one overall, sure. Cause he's awesome. But like you, we can't just pretend like being short is not, affecting you at all like you're physically smaller like you're shorter than the six five guy blocking for you and the six eight guy pass rushing like like you just can't see over them like what we can't pretend like you have stilts or something like it's going to matter in some instances whether it's a deal breaker or not oh and i agree i'm uh and for those very same reasons, I'm starting to lean toward Stroud being my my favorite guy in this draft. Yeah, I really I am. I hope he's better than any Ohio State guy. He needs to break the curse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Fields has not looked great, but it's it's still very very early. I don't I'm think not, we have a fair shot at him like I don't even think he's given a, a decent shake <laughs> yeah so. no I think we need a couple uh years before we really make a full assessment on him at least at least at the end of this year maybe even the year after he's kind of a bummer um, I like him but I feel like because he's such in such an atrocious 
situation, which does matter for your development. You can't just be like, oh, if he's amazing, he can out, you know, he could just be great and lift them all up. Well, no, almost, almost nobody does that. Most quarterbacks will crash and burn. And honestly, I think they've kind of ruined him. If, or they will. <laughs> so I don't, four years from now, he might be garbage just because the Bears. Man, I could definitely see it. Yeah. And but I could also see him kind of turning around. Maybe, maybe it's true. I think the situation has a, a lot to say about it. And just the fact that the Bears have never had a franchise QB should tell you all you really need to know about the situation over in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, if you're asking me. Um so we'll we'll see how that shakes out. I'm not ready to give up on him quite yet, but uh, it's already it's already starting. Um, I think not just for me though. I think that's that's kind of a consensus. There's of course those uh, fanboys for every player, not just uh, him, but definitely. Uh, guys who are going to say Fields is so good. He was the best rookie last year. No. <laughs> no. Uh, if anything, he was the worst rookie quarterback in terms of quarterback rating, total turnovers. There was just a lot to not like. Um, don't get me wrong, no. I'm, he, we're getting a little negative. <laughs> but I am very excited to see him play. Like I'm, I'm pretty damn excited to see um, how he develops, given the lack of talent. Because if he does make a major leap, it does say a lot more of him than it does the Bears, considering they didn't really go out of their way to help them. And I, I fucking hope he does it. So I can be like, be better, Chicago. Be better. <laughs> I told you yeah. so. <laughs> Because he deserves better than that. Oh, anybody would deserve better than what they've given him. But, yeah, I hope Definitely. he just rises above it. <laughs> and Stroud has, uh, you know, a compatriot in, in the league that's actually at, at, at any level of success. <laughs> no, I definitely agree. Um but yeah, was there any uh, guys you wanted to breach on real fast? Uh, not too much other than I didn't know uh, Tua has a D-line cousin, uh, Myron Tagovailoa. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they are cousins. Now, there's also another cousin who is uh, Tagovailoa Marosa. Um, Hard name to pronounce, sorry if we're butchering it, but yeah, yeah, he has two cousins and his younger brother who plays from Maryland, who I don't think will be drafted. I think he's just too small for the position. Oh, cool. But well, I am looking I'm looking forward to seeing if James Cook can be in the ballpark of, of his brother. Because <laughs> Lord only knows Buffalo needs it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what if they just start running the ball a lot more now because he's act- they actually have talent back there. Not that Singletary and all the other guys are, like, just devoid of anything 
redeeming quality wise in the talent department but you know that there's a difference when you have like more than competency at running back because the, the bills are like the past happiest team in the league like they run the fewest on the on first and second down if i'm not mistaken so but it's that shift now i could definitely see it yeah um i mean although especially i guess now that uh Dable's out of there, you know. Uh, though they'll be doing a, a small uh, scheme change, but a, but a scheme change, you know, nonetheless, nonetheless. Sorry. Um, so I could definitely see it, um, but I wouldn't uh, necessarily hold my breath for a complete overhaul. They're still going to try to do what uh, Josh Allen's been comfortable with and getting better at of course um but i think it's definitely interesting that's something to keep an eye on yeah i mean so i'm gonna be watching the bills for <laughs> yeah uh, shoot definitely like yeah and uh you know it's a it's a late pod this week so we're sorry about that guys but um you know we're we're trying out here, trying to get it going. Yeah. <laughs> there's just not. not... I'm sorry. I was just gonna say there's just been a lot of things. I had a side project I was working on, um, oh, and whatnot. Yeah, but I got a, a restless fur child here now. He's looking at me and pouting. After yeah. he just took a little nap, so <laughs> we we have arrived. All right. And with that, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Check us out on Instagram at Fraternal Football Podcast. Twitter coming soon. We're getting a social media presence going. Also, we are on like eight different podcasting services, including Spotify, which you're most likely listening to. Apple Podcasts now. Stitcher, uh, like five more. Check us out on a variety. Uh, we got stickers everywhere. Slide into our DMs on social media. Engage. Maybe you want to be on the show. Let us know. We're out there and we're available. Also, if you like the content you hear in this podcast, go ahead and leave us a five star rating on spotify on apple podcasts anywhere you get your podcasts if there's ability to rate go ahead and give us all those stars we appreciate you for it this episode is brought to you by how to pest go to howtopest.com for your pest control needs they're absolutely crushing it what are you waiting for this has been fraternal football cam and zach signing off